Hola amiga, welcome to the Amiga Arise podcast. I'm Priscilla Gomez, your host and hopefully an amiga for a journey of learning, growing, and thriving. I'm a licensed clinical therapist with a trauma history of my own, but I was transformed by the call that God has placed on my life. And I'm here to share how the clinical world taught me how to begin my healing process, but ultimately, only God was able to heal the darkest areas of my past. Amiga, I know you are smart, driven, successful, and ambitious, but yet there seems to be something missing. You might be wondering why peace and joy are lacking in your life. Amiga, welcome. I can bet you have walked through some dark paths yourself, and maybe you're wondering if God is even real, or why suffering exists, or what your true purpose is here on earth. Amiga, I hear you. But if you're ready to take a deeper look, find freedom, and step into flourishing God's way, I'm here to lend a helping hand as you step into your healing and your faith-filled life. So open up that journal, pop in those AirPods, and take a deep breath. We're about to embark on a beautiful journey of arising to your true self. Hola amiga, welcome back. So glad you're here with me. Well, last episode, I really spent a good amount of time talking to you about when is a good time to start therapy and what are some questions to consider if it's time for me to start. And if you haven't listened, go back, listen to episode six and take a listen and do some reflecting, bring out a journal, start writing these things down. For today's episode, we're really going to focus on Uh, what's the difference between therapy and coaching and is coaching something that might be for you? And so I wrote down a few notes here for you and going to read them with you Um, to kind of reflect on last episode. There was 13 reasons why possibly uh, you want to start therapy. One of them is good enough, right? There's like um, so many reasons why you can go to therapy, but if you are in need of healing that emotional eruption, that um, emotional response, that nervous system that just continues to go off, as I mentioned, the quote from Peter Levine, trauma or stress, anxiety, all the things, right, is not what happens to us but it's what we hold inside in the absence of an empathetic witness. And I added, and or response from somebody. So if you really are in need of an empathetic witness or an empathetic, unbiased, uh, professional relationship that's going to give you the time, space, and tools to practice navigating your nervous system, going through the emotional heightened, the heightened, heightened emotion response to a certain trigger, and then help you regulate you and bring you back down. That's when therapy is the best before considering coaching. Therapy is really a space that's going to bring in all the support you need to engage in that healing process right? We're really talking about pains from the past that are really coming up in the present. Um, It could be about the trauma and the reaction to it then, and the trauma and the responses we're having to it now. We are really focusing on the defense mechanisms that we've developed over the years. It could be over you know, last two weeks, if you just had something happen to you, right? It could be an immediate response, a lagged response and or 
a defense mechanism, a coping mechanism, as I've talked about of my own, that you've developed over the years um, that is due to maybe a trauma or a stress or an event, something that didn't have that empathetic response when you needed it or that empathetic intervention when it was needed. And the example that I give is myself, right? I developed the coping skills of avoiding numbing, withdrawing, and um, addiction. Addiction became a big one for me. An overperformance, performing to appear to be well enough. And to that was my form of control. So um, that's where therapy can help to identify those things, bring light to those things, and bring an empathetic response to those things and say, hey friend, I see you, I hear you. And, you know, and maybe a lot of your therapists have walked through that. They may not be sharing that with you, but like, I feel what that can feel like, right? And so there's this therapeutic relationship that helps you process those things in a safe way because likelihood, if you're having these responses, you haven't had safe people to come help you in the regulation process of those events, um, moments, trauma, etc. So that relationship in therapy is really designed to emulate what a healthy relationship should look like, feel like, and be like. Obviously, it is not a relationship that you engage with outside in the world with, right? Like this is an independent, private relationship and confidential relationship. You don't have to tell anybody and your therapist is not going to disclose that information because by law they can't. And that's why therapy was designed in that way. It's supposed to emulate what a healthy relationship is like and a place to kind of problem solve in the moment of bringing up just the thought of the stress or the feeling of the stress that's happening in your body in that moment. And they can bring in a lot of grounding work. There's so many different approaches. Um, There's even play therapy, right, that we do with children, but we can even do play therapy with adults because sometimes we need to go to that level of um, regulating our our brain through what we call like the right brain is a little bit more of the artistic brain and the left brain is the logical. And so there's this art that is called therapy, right? There's this art and this dance in therapy where there's this um, intentional dysregulation. We bring up what we're going to talk about. So we automatically feel dysregulated by the thought of and then we regulate the body. So it's like a dysregulation, regulation, you know? And so that's this rhythmic pattern and you know, it starts at one time, it ends at one time. And you're going usually once a week or every other week, depending on your need for that therapeutic intervention. Some people, when it's really intense and severe in the beginning stages, maybe going twice a week because they really need that regulation pattern and practice more often so that it can be done out in the real world, right? So the um, intention of therapy is that you would develop this skill set in that one hour session, right? That's that's a lot of pressure to put on, <laughs> but that you would de- you go often enough and you're taking in the skills 
um, frequently enough that when you're placed in the setting of potential trigger or dysfunction, that you can operate out of a place of grounding of your own body, thoughts, feelings, and then can have a different outwardly expression because you've done the work and you don't have to be operating out of a place of pain as I had explained in episodes two and three, right? How do we come from a place of a place of pain and into a place of peace and how can I now operate in that? That's what really therapy is intended to do is to help you find that heal that's what healing is. Um, similar to when you're going to physical therapy, right? Um, I remember I tore a muscle in my calf. I went dirt back riding or quad back, right? I don't know what it's called. There were quads because they had four wheels. Um, and <laughs> I was just having so much fun and I wanted to be, um, adventurous and go as fast as I could. And I, we were in some dirt fields and there was a, you know, but in those fields, there are still dividers between like property lines and there was this fence and this pole you know and it's grounded by cement and I rolled over that pole and the and I fell forward and the back quad wheel rolled over my my right calf and um oh it was so painful it tore huge I can see there was no blood but I can see the rupture you can physically see it through my skin I'm I'm pretty fair skinned and so you can see yeah it was pretty gross it was painful I couldn't walk for weeks I went to the doctor I thought I had broken a bone you know I have maybe very low tolerance for physical pain um but the doctor you know immediately prescribed um just elevating and you know using certain kind of exercises and going to physical therapy I think I went once or twice and I was like, this is boring and it's hard and I don't like it. And also I was a teenager, so <laughs> in high school. Um, but I didn't take care of that um, torn muscle. And so it just, when I I was able to f- f- uh, eventually walk again and be fine, but whenever I would exert any kind of physical e- energy on it, my right calf would really start to act up and it gave out on me if I was going on a walk or a jog, like that one was the one that I was like, oh, I can't, I can't go that extra mile because my right calf is really, um, tensing up right now. And I remember going to a doctor years later and asking him about it. And I was like, well, what do I do? And he, and he I was like, I, um, am I going to be like this forever? And, um, he's like, well, physical therapy was supposed to help you bring you back to normal. It, like it's not meant to, give you extra strength to go run a marathon, right? Like, um, because I was like, is that what happened? Like now I can't, um, because I really got into working out. I was like, am I not ever going to be able to run as much as I want to because of this injury? He's like, no, like, he's like, your, your muscle's fine now, but it's obviously having effects from it like long-term side effects he's like but physical therapy never would have prepared you for what you're doing now what you're doing now is you're exerting far more energy on your muscle because you're trying to build it you know you're you're doing a lot of different calf muscles so yeah it's going to hurt a little bit more but eventually your muscle will get used to it so that's what to transition right that's kind of what coaching is like now that you've done the healing work 
you have your muscles back, your emotional muscle, you have that emotional regulation, you have that practice, you can go on those walks now, but there might be a little bit of still like residue, (laughs) emotional residue, um, emotional uh, residual pain from that healing. And there's some things that might be holding you back. For me in my muscle experiences, like I almost thought I couldn't um, push my body a little further in exercise because it's like, well, my calf, my calf. And my doctor was like, uh, no, your calf is going to be fine. Sure, do the things, do the stretches, uh, ice it, whatever, and, and give it rest. But you're going to have to continue to exercise it. And eventually that pain will 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 disappear dissipate essentially because your muscle now will be um just functioning as it needs to be and yeah so like I was like oh (laughs) and so this is again I just reiterate that part because that's what coaching could be like for somebody who's already gone through the healing or and and or maybe didn't really need therapy there was no huge emotional dysregulation in their body that they're constantly having to focus on and pay attention to and brought to a place of severe emotional pain coaching is hey i already have this the 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 skill set to kind of do that i i i'm fairly regulated i um can work through most of these um upsets and um possible hardships that are in my life but I feel like I can take it to the next level right like me I feel like my calf can do more (laughs) I can do more with my muscle I can do more with my emotional capacity but there seems to be some things that are still getting in the way and that might just be a mindset um uh an old thinking pattern that kind of still comes up even though the healing has been there. So in therapy, you're really going to get that supportive nature. And in coaching, you're going to get like a challenging, right? There's doesn't mean a coach isn't going to be supportive and understanding and empathetic about your past and what you've walked through. A coach is still going to want to know a little bit about that, but they're not going to dig deep into your trauma and your healing. And, you know, did you do all the things? It's more about, hey, I hear you. I see you. That was a super challenging um, time in your life. I can, but I see you now here today, right? And, and it sounds like you've walked through that. You've, you've um, made some strides and you're ready to take some new steps. So it's more like a teaching, a leading and very directive approach versus therapy is more client centered. I'm not saying coaching isn't, but in therapy, the therapist is letting the the, the uh, client direct the pace the you know and the direction in which they're really needing that healing because essentially it's allowing the client to feel self right what is the the person feeling so that we can move through that and in coaching it's like hey that's a feeling that you're feeling let's move past it let's let's go on to the you know like that's an old thinking pattern let's move a little further so Again, coaching is more challenge, teaching, leading, and directing, and present focus. Like, hey, yeah, that was really tough in your past, but right now, right here, you're not experiencing that. What can we do to move forward? Again, it's not to say that they're not empathetic and not thinking of your past. They're just asking for a transformational behavior. They're challenging you 
um, to to transform that thought process into something of the more, the more that you're looking for in your life. So um, therapy can really be sometimes past center and um, and present feeling centered, and coaching is more uh, future thinking, future hope, transformational hope centered, and just in a more like dreaming, driving direction. What are you dreaming about for the next six months, for the next five years, right? There's more of a, where would you like to be versus therapy can ask those questions sometimes, like what would healing look like, right? But not necessarily, typically therapists are not working with you to elevate you to that level. They're really trying to get you to a place of function, right back to your normal baseline, back to your healing, right? What a physical therapist is doing is trying to bring your muscle back up to that level of function. Now you have some tools, you know, what can, what you, you should, what kind of stretches you should do, how you should rest it, how you should, um, ice it, right? These are tools for your physical muscles, right? Similar for your emotional muscles. Like, oof, I need a self-care day or, you know, I need to start my mornings differently. I need to end my days differently. These are things that are going to care for me emotionally so that I can take my capacity to the next level. Same thing. Coaching is more future thinking. And now it's like, okay, now I want to dream of the future and be on a direction and drive towards that, right? So like you might be going to physical therapy to um, bring some healing to an injury. And later you're like, ooh, I want to run a marathon, right? And you might need a physical therapist um, along the way for other reasons, um, similarly as therapy, right? I am not a physical therapist and I don't know a lot about their trade and their work and their and um, the operation behind it. So I'm not the best person. Do your own research. I can bring on a physical therapist. I have many th- physical therapist friends and maybe we can have a discussion about it and what's the, you know, uh, relationship kind of like parallel between your physical um, healing and, and mental health and spiritual health. That might be a good episode. I'm brainstorming here with you guys. <laughs> but kind of to wrap, start bringing it all together for you and wrap it up for you. Coaching is about reinventing the past of or reinventing your future, right? Like you can get rid of those unhealthy patterns and and really start to reinvent some new patterns, right? Like I talked about a few episodes ago, how did I let go of my kind of dependency slash addictions to alcohol, reckless dating, sex, and um, social media? I really had to take some transformative actions and say, um, okay, from this point forward, I'm doing things differently. So it's not that I was ignoring my pain, but I was just like, I'm really intentional. I'm, I'm dropping these. So in coaching, your coach might be like, okay, you need to let go of A, B, C. Are you ready? Let's go. And if you're not there yet, you're like, no, but you know, maybe it's a little, you know, it's time to still be in that therapeutic space, find healing from that, then come back to a coach or then, um, seek a coach. So lastly, but not, you know, exhaustive, um, is a coach is really looking to help you in your growth process. Not that a therapist isn't. There's a lot, there could be some overlap here, but a coach is really going to hold you responsible for your own 
responses in that moment, right? Like, it's like taking 100% accountability for the life that you have in the moment that you're living in it, right? They're not saying bad things didn't happen to you. That could be very well be the case. Bad things happen to most people and and it's awful and it's atrocious, right? That's not something that we are diminishing in a coaching session. We're saying, hey, I hear you and I see you for who you are here today right now. And I'm going to encourage you to go back and, and do that healing work if you haven't done it, because ultimately you may not be able to start walking in this kind of coaching directive phase because you still need that empathetic, supportive response to that hurt and that pain. But from this point forward, I'm saying you are worthy, you are enough, and you are capable. And I'm going to help you and I'm going to coach you through it. And we're going to talk about some of those unhealthy patterns. And, you know, we may touch a little bit of like, ooh, you see what's happening here, right? It's kind of bringing up that trigger from that past, but we're not there yet. We're not in that past. We're not in that um, episode anymore. We're not in that era of our life. We're here. We're here today right now, and we're taking different steps and different strides. So that, my friends, is a brief recap and overview of what coaching is and what the difference is between therapy and coaching. I don't have a list of questions for you as I did in therapy, like, am I ready for coaching? I could possibly create that for you as well. But because coaching is more of a... um, (laughs) It could be for anyone at any time, right? It's really a matter of have I done the, the biggest question I guess I would ask you is have I done the healing work if there's some real pain points in my past, some he- major pains, um, traumas and violations of my love and trust like I talked about in, in our, my first episodes that I haven't healed from. So if I haven't done so, maybe I need therapy and come to some healing from that. And, and find some freedom from that. So if I've done that and I still feel like I'm not operating at my full potential and I just need someone to partner with me, hold me accountable and be a guide, a leader, a teacher and a supporter while I'm now on this venture for these major dreams, goals um, that are placed on my heart. I believe they're being placed on your heart by God. They're intentional. You may not believe that. You may say it's the universe. You may say it's, you know, yourself, whatever it is, wherever you are, friend, let that be a guiding um, post for you to say, hey, but if you're not there yet and you feel like you you keep stepping up, but you step down, you, you know, you need a little more support and direction, then that is when coaching is for you. And um, that's what I'm offering here on Amiga Arise. I will give you more details um, soon soon to come. Um, But, you know, even if I'm not the coach that you think you need, that is okay. Go find a coach. Go find a leader, right? Maybe you're not ready to invest financially in a coach, um, in a therapist. And, you know, that's okay too. I'm, I'm not here to force anything on you. Um, if you don't think that you're financially ready for that um, next step, you know, I hear you. I There's been many times where I'm like, I just can't afford it. And that's okay. But I would kind of challenge you as a coach would is 
are there things on your plate that you are spending money on that can be managed differently because it's not giving you the return, the outcome that you really want in your life, right? Is there something that you are spending money on that, sure, it feels good in the moment, but it's not bringing you closer to your dream, your goal, that 100% um, place of optimal functioning that you know you can be. So that's the caveat. Again, not here to (laughs) pressure you into anything, just letting you know the difference between the two if you need one or the other. I am here to help. I'm glad to help you um, in that process if you're trying to figure out if you need one over the other. And just be on the journey on on this podcast with you if you don't want to do either of them yet. (laughs) And you're like, Priscilla, I'm having enough fun just listening to the podcast. And that's okay too. Well, friend, that is all I have for you today. I am so happy you're joining me on this journey. I can't wait to share as the weeks come along. And I'm excited that we're stepping into a new season together. Hasta luego, amiga. Have a great day. Amiga, that's a wrap for today. I pray this episode has blessed you in some way, brought you some clarity, or inspired you to take your next step in faith and healing. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, I would love to hear about it. And the best way to thank me is by leaving me a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can also screenshot this episode and post me and tag me at Amiga Arise. I would love to connect with you and be on this journey with you. You can also join my Facebook group and meet other women on the same journey. So until next time, I'll be praying with you, Amiga. Arise and shine daily. And may we pray, move, and grow together. God bless.